I've learned through the years that holidays can easily be overwhelming or even underwhelming. It's so much prep and setup and planning, and oftentimes it can feel like it's just more work than it is fun. On today's podcast, I'm sharing my favorite tips for enjoying the process and planning in a way that is comfortable for you and fun. Also, activity ideas and ways to connect everyone. And in a time that is more polarizing than ever, we are chatting about some tips on how to avoid family conflict and things to think about ahead of time so the whole day is nice and smooth. I really believe that little moments or ideas or traditions can make what would otherwise be pretty regular extraordinary and special and memorable. Today, we're talking about Thanksgiving and ways to make sure the day is awesome for you and the ones you love. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Happy almost Thanksgiving. Thank you so much for listening. I am so grateful for you and thankful for this community and this platform and the different conversations we have and the people that I talk to in real life and in direct messages. It's just very cool. And I am grateful for this platform and this way to connect with people all over, really all over the world. So I am grateful for you first. And second, let's talk about the holidays. Let's talk about Thanksgiving in particular, but also as we go into this holiday season, let's talk about ways we can plan. So there are special moments, there are not conflict moments, and the whole thing is nice and smooth. I feel like I have had holidays and Thanksgivings that have been all across the board. Sometimes they're overwhelming. Sometimes they're underwhelming and don't feel like it was worth all the effort. The house is destroyed. I'm exhausted. So we're talking about figuring out what that sweet spot is for you and enjoying the process and making it so the whole thing is fun. You're not just doing all this setup and all this cleanup for a little a little blip of one hour fun in the middle. We're talking about lots of things that I've learned along the way and different traditions that I wanted to chat about, things that we do in our house that I think make it extra special. I've really realized the just having ideas or even little traditions, and I know that traditions can kind of be stressing for people, like oh, once you start a tradition, that's one more thing you have to remember and you have to plan for. But for me, I really don't take it that seriously. Like we'll have traditions, some things we just naturally do every year the same way. And other times we'll do a tradition and then we'll skip a year. We'll do something a little different. I just I just don't think it has to be that set in stone or, you know, unless it's something that really resonates with your family and just happens naturally to happen every year. One of my favorite traditions that we always do on Thanksgiving, we actually do it also on our Friendsgiving. So we do a Friendsgiving a couple days before Thanksgiving for our close friends or some of our friends that don't have family close by. So we'll do a Friendsgiving. So it's usually anywhere from 12 to 20 people, 25, 30 people, 50, let's call it somewhere in there. So it's a big group. 
And what you do is you sometimes I'll just get little cardstock or sometimes I'll get actual little kits that are like Thanksgiving cards. Either way works, but you can do this last minute on the fly. So basically it's you write down what you're thankful for and you fold it so no one can see it. And then you go around the table. We usually do this when everyone's like just finishing eating, kind of like taking those last couple bites or three three quarters of the way through the meal. That way everyone's not like checked out and thinking about walking away. Everyone's still all together and engaging. And it's kind of a way to like start a toast. So I'll usually do a toast about what I'm thankful for or thankful for everyone there. And then you go around and you pass the, your little tray around and you read what someone else wrote and we all try to guess. And it's natural that one's going to be hilarious. One's going to be kind of a roast on somebody else. One of them's going to be like so grateful it's cheesy, usually mine. And it's just really fun. And it gets everyone engaging and interacting because I've had those holidays where we all cook and we try to pick up and we're racing to get every, all the timing of all the dishes at the same time. And then by the time you sit down, everyone is like kind of barely chatting just because it's just, it's overwhelming. It's a lot going on and everyone's tired and we've prepped the days before and we're doing all the stuff the day of. So what I've learned for me is when things get too complicated or painful or I'm not enjoying the process, I try to figure out what I can either eliminate, like, okay, this is no longer fun. This is too complicated. What can I remove? What can I simplify? Or what can I delegate? So delegate could be ordering in something, something that you're gonna that you were gonna make from scratch that's just gonna be way too high impact, like way too tough, way too time consuming, way too messy. Or maybe you can ask someone else who's coming to to do that part of it. Or maybe you can simplify. Maybe you can do something like a half box recipe and then, you know, add your own little flair to it. Or maybe you can just eliminate it. Sometimes I've gone, I've like literally killed myself and stayed up hours into the night to try to do some detail I had in my mind that no one else cares. No one else would even know if it was missing. So sometimes you could just eliminate it. And this is, you know, really from my love for party planning, especially kids party planning. I do the same thing. The process has to be fun. The minute the process gets painful, it's not worth it. Because let me tell you what will happen. You will have fallout after the event. I have totally had this when planning parties. If you're not enjoying the process, it's never going to feel worth it because your planning is so many more minutes of your life than the actual event is. So if it's painful to plan or if it's just, if it's stressing and you're losing sleep over it, I'm telling you afterwards, you're going to have that fallout where you just feel like it's a bummer. So trying to find that balance. So the actual Thanksgiving day isn't overwhelming. So everyone's kind of frozen or you're frozen and you're not engaging and enjoying and thinking about what the day's about or underwhelming to where it's just doesn't, you know, it just feels like a meal where it just, you know, meal then everyone takes a nap, like inserting something special, even like those little things. Like, it's like, I'm, like I'm telling you about the thankful cards, how we pass around. You can do that costing $0. It's just a matter of, and no prep either. It's just a matter of having the idea so that the day has those couple really special moments that you remember for days or weeks or months or years. For me, that's what it's all about is thinking ahead of time, putting myself in, you know, like a fly on the wall, the day of or the time of Thanksgiving, whenever you kind of do your meal and thinking like, okay, what's it likely going to be like? I, my, I know my kids are this in this age, so they're likely going to be racing around or whatever, whatever is happening and think, what could I insert here to make it 
extra special, to make it memorable, to start a tradition, to do something fun, to make it feel like a very thankful, grateful day, not just a a regular meal, I think for me makes all the difference. I also love a good table cheers, whether you just do a quick little toast, even if you have four people, and even if you don't really like speaking, I think it is so special. That's one of those little moments that people remember and kind of pulls everyone together. Or maybe you give a little toast and everyone else gives a little toast about what they're thankful or grateful for. I think this is just so funny and it pulls people together. Okay, let's talk about food, crafting, and actual like regular arts and crafts. I love a food decorating moment, whether it's cookie decorating or cupcake decorating. It's just kind of a fun activity that gets everyone creating. And oftentimes adults will do this too because it involves dessert. So you can do your own or you can pick up or order in from a bakery. I just love some sort of interactive food decorating moment. I think it's um, just really fun and um, you're going to do dessert anyway. So why not make an activity out of it? I also like arts and crafts. Sometimes I'll make my own or I'll go online. I mean, if you go on Pinterest for any of these things, the activities, especially if you have kids and depending on their ages, or even if you're doing an all adults party, there's lots of downloads and cool ideas of things that you can do. I like to I like to do it. And some of the activities will literally just be five minutes, but it's just something to get people engaging. And you know, some people, depending on your group, if it's anything like mine, my husband, when we did the the passing around thing this last Friendsgiving, I handed him his card and he put, I'm thankful oh, my wife almost forgot to do this game. I was like, really, Craig? I mean, honestly. So you're going to have those people who are like anti-activity games, but it's fun. And in the end, Craig was like, that was such a good idea. His, by the way, was we had his friend Bruce here. Our friends just moved from Canada. We love them. We've only seen them. We usually only see them a couple times a year, but now they live close. So it was such a blast. And he put on his I'm thankful that Bruce will always be chubbier than me. Something like that to where his fr- his friend got roasted and everyone's laughing and it's just it's just fun. I'm telling you whether you have four people or whether you have 40 people, it's a blast. Whether you do it as like a cheers moment or if you do it like the mystery cards like we do, I just think it's so fun. Um so Pinterest, Pinterest craft or deck cookie decorating, cupcake decorating. If you want to have some like activity tables, I just find that sometimes everyone comes over and there's the meal, but then what else is there? Again, if you go on Pinterest or if you, you can download and print out some things, you can even just like set up little stations where people could do little activities or fill out little forms or whatever you, whatever you like. Other things I think are so much fun is doing things around being thankful and grateful. One thing I've done some years is sort of planned on how we were going to give back for the holidays. So I would just get out like a brainstorming list and we would talk about what we were thankful for, what we can, who we wanted to help, what ways we thought we could help, just talking about being grateful and giving back to others this holiday season. Again, simple, doesn't take a lot of time, but that's been another thing that we've done some years that's just been really fun. And it helps. I'm really, you know, of course, big on having my kids actively do things for other people that could use the help, but also 
think about other people, not just think about, you know, their own little world. But I found that kind of doing that and thinking, okay, what do we have? What resources do we have? How could we best help other kids? Let's make, or other families or other people, let's make a list. So here we are at the end of November. For the month of December, it's the best month of the whole year to do charity work or volunteer or help or raise money or help people. What could we do? So we do like a little giving back for the holidays chat and family list, um, which is always really good. And and it just makes it feel like Thanksgiving to me. Um, let's talk about, oh, let's talk about games. If your group is into games, I think that having a plan for charades or board games can be so much fun. Because like I said, sometimes it's kind of like the meal and you focus so much on the meal. And I've made this mistake a couple of years is then everyone has the meal and then everyone kind of looks at each other like, okay, what now? And like sometimes there's something beautiful about just like laying on the couch, watching the watching the Thanksgiving stuff on TV and just chilling out. But other times you want to like have something else. You want to have a meal and. So that and could be crafts or games, board games and charades. I love that kind of stuff. Again, make it so you're not working the whole time and thinking about your cleanup ahead of time. So maybe you clean as you go, or maybe you just do the minimum cleanup and then you plan to do the rest the next day as long as you can, you know, function in the kitchen and the mess doesn't bother you. I've found that if I try to manage it kind of as I go or have people help a little bit, there's just nothing worse than doing all this cleaning and then walking into like a mess. Or I've made the mistake of I'm working the whole time where I feel like, you know, I sit down to eat for 20 minutes, but I'm working, you know, solid five hours before and five hours after. And that's not what it's all about. You want to spend time with your people. That's the whole point of it. So if it becomes painful, think outside the box rather than just keep spending more and more time you know, being Cinderella because that's not what the day's about. Let's talk about avoiding conflict. This is not the day. Thanksgiving is not the day to hash out all the things like how you think the president is doing or what everyone at the table thinks about vaccine mandates. No, 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 not the time. If you all, another thing I've learned, if you have someone who's known for kind of poking the bear at this type of event, give them a little gentle heads up ahead of time. Hey, I know you like to talk about XYZ or you have these really passionate opinions, which I love and I respect, but maybe, just maybe, this is not the moment and the time, especially this year when things are so polarizing. You know how at the Oscars they tell everyone, don't get political, and they always do, but at least they give them the heads up so it's probably less than it would be. I just think that... This is such a this is such a polarizing time, and um, we you all are coming together because you share love for each other. So thinking about avoiding conflict ahead of time for me has proven to be key. So what could I foresee happening? And also, if I think about it ahead of time, they're like, okay, I'm going to make sure I definitely don't mention this, which could lead to this conversation. Stay away from the sticky things. No COVID talk, no politics, nothing tricky, nothing that could offend people. Because listen, it's one day a year. It's a day to get together and be thankful and grateful and eat all the things and love. And I just think that avoiding conflict is key and being proactive about avoiding conflict. So if you have any people that are known to stir things up, I really think in the most gentle way, giving them a heads up saying, hey, I, it is so important to me that Thanksgiving goes smoothly and that everyone leaves feeling really great and loved 
and all that. So let's avoid anything controversial. I feel like more now than ever, especially going through the era of COVID, we are all grateful for things that we didn't even realize we were grateful for. But my favorite grateful kind of quote thought that I've heard lately is, and I always think, gosh, I ping open my eyes in the morning and I'm instantly grateful, not in a cheesy way, but just in a very realistic way. Like I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm here. I'm grateful. I'm experiencing this day. But this quote like shook me to my core and it goes like, you want to be grateful because there is someone in a hospital bed somewhere that would do anything to have the opportunity that you have today. Basically, like there are people in the hospital who are fighting for their life and we are healthy and, you know, even if we have our struggles and we're challenges, we're not that person in the hospital right now just wishing that we could have a day and be out in the world experiencing and making mistakes and learning from them and having new experiences. But that quote, and you know what was so interesting about that quote? It was by Paul Walker, who so sadly passed away. Let me see if I can find this exact quote. It is such a good quote. And I saved it on, I screenshotted it on my phone because I was just like, yes. But I feel like the the way I'm describing it is, here it is. Here's the actual quote. Paul Walker said, Somebody is in the hospital right now begging God for the opportunity you have. Don't you dare go to bed depressed. Count your blessings and shake it off. God, what a good message that is. I mean, if you've ever been somewhere like a hospital bed and you're just dying to get out and dying to be well, or maybe not even a hospital, but maybe you've just been sick and you've, got, and you've thought, I will just do anything just to feel normal again. I think we've all felt like that, even if it's just a really bad cold or flu. And so for me, that's the biggest takeaway this season and this Thanksgiving and in this era is, man, the opportunity that we have, even if um, you're going through hardship or sad things have happened, you know, you have so many opportunities that other people would, are just, are, are begging to have. And so I don't know, for me, that's enough. Even when I'm having a bummer of a day, just thinking about how much opportunity we have and what an incredible time it is to be alive and all the resources, the ways to connect with people through social media, the ways to have virtual mentors. It is so mind-blowing to me that you can sit at home, talk to nobody, and you can have access to some of the smartest thinkers on the planet just by watching YouTube or just by listening to podcasts. You can literally have mentors. You can, I mean, some of these like incredible guys. I love Gary Vee. I love Jesse Itzler. I love the interviews by Tom Bilyeu and by Lewis Howes and so many more. There's just, there's so many, there's so many people talking about their entire bodies of work of from from life i mean from their experiences and you know maybe it took them 20 years to write a book and they share it all for free either on audiobooks or through interviews online to me we're just living in the coolest time ever whatever you want you can get whatever you want your life to be like your mindset to be like you have control over and in the past we didn't have resources like yes we could get books but for me a book just scratches the surface. Like I like to submerge myself in 
everything that the person has to offer. And I, and seeing an interview and hearing them talk, it really like jumps out of the page and comes to life. And you, it's just so much easier to implement it into your own life when it's like you know the person. Some of these interviews are so incredible. It's like you're sitting at coffee or lunch or dinner with this person who's you know, done all this incredible research and figured out this thing that maybe it would take you a lifetime to figure out. For me, that in itself is like the coolest thing ever that our grandparents had nothing close to, nothing close to. You knew your closest people and you had your cable shows that you could, you know, listen to, listen to just, you know, a handful of things, but that's it. Like our opportunity is endless for whatever you want in life and for for that for me is the most inspiring and motivating thing. I know that there is a lot of conflict and a lot of debate and and it's easy to get down on our country or our leaders and that's a whole nother discussion. But for me, focusing on other things that are so awesome is so empowering for me. Like I always say, we only have so much bandwidth in a day, in a month, in a week, in a year. And I try to spend as little bandwidth on A, things I can't control and B, things that are negative or, you know, a bummer things that happen, um, not to be unrealistic, but just I rather than try to focus on shitty things or how someone was corrupt and, and did wrong to people, like, of course that needs its attention. But as far as my personal bandwidth, I try to focus on, God, what an incredible opportunity that someone can think of a business. They can create a product within six months, start a Shopify store or an Etsy shop or get on Amazon and have their own business. Before our great grandparents had to have, you know, if you wanted to have a side hustle, you worked your regular job and then you worked a nighttime job too. Like there just wasn't the opportunity. Now you can do all of these things from your home. It's incredible. And I think that we're living in all things considered through COVID, through all the politic things, we are still living on in the greatest time ever to be alive if you choose to focus on it. So that's my takeaway for being thankful for Thanksgiving. I am so grateful for you in this community and I look forward to more conversations with you. Ping me on Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.